Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In Israel, there have been huge protests as the parties against the parties in government as they voted to proceed with a plan that would see the Supreme Court of Israel being unable to overrule Parliament. In other words, the Knesset would be the final authority and could pass laws that could then not be overturned by the courts. Demonstrators blocked roads. They've demanded the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, withdraw the changes. Netanyahu himself faces criminal charges. If these changes go through Parliament, he could possibly use Parliament to stop the court cases against him. It's much more complicated than I've even begun to describe. Naeem Jinnah is a senior researcher at the Mapungubwe Institute for Strategic Reflection. Naeem, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. These protests are huge. This protest movement has now been going for, I think, seven months. How divided is Israeli society on this at the moment? Um, very divided, but uh, I mean, in terms of figures, you could say kind of 50-50, uh, because that's about the kind of support that uh, Netanyahu's coalition has. They have 64 seats in parliament out of 120. So that division is right down the center, uh, right down the center of the society. I don't think Israel's ever had this kind of thing internally before, with so many people protesting and for so long on one issue. Um, well, they have had these kind of protests, I mean, sometimes uh, protests as large as the ones that they had a few weeks ago, um, 100,000 people or, or more, um, when there was a strong, um, what they used to call peace camp um, in Israel. Um, that has long dissipated and doesn't exist anymore. Um, and, and that was, you know, essentially on issues around occupation, etc., um, but since then, yes, these are the largest that Israel has seen. Um, Netanyahu, do you think he'll actually be able to go through with it? I mean, he clearly has a lot personally, it would seem, resting on this. There's quite a narrow agenda here for him, and yet he has support of these parties. And of course, it's worth reminding, worth repeating that it's the you know most right-wing government in Israeli history. Uh, yes, so, I mean, there's two things. One is the personal benefit to him in terms of uh, the court cases that he himself faces. And the second is that if he doesn't go through with it, um, his coalition will fall apart. Um, you know, he, uh, Netanyahu himself is extremely right-wing, um, and he's probably one of the more leftist people in the, in the coalition, uh, one of the more left people in the coalition. So, the other parties, uh, you know, have a whole range of demands on uh, what they would like to achieve from this government, um, including um, reducing uh, women's and minority rights, uh, uh, including annexation of the West Bank and a whole range of things. Um, he has to give in uh, to those things, not that he is necessarily opposed to all of them, um, in order to keep the coalition. Uh, otherwise, you know, 64 out of 120 is not a big majority. So uh, it could fall apart. So there's, so there's these two things, his personal court case and keeping his government together. And in the middle of all of this, um, there are the actions of the Israeli Defense Force in Jenin last week and a few days before that, that massive incursion there um, that led to the deaths of some Palestinians. Um, there's a possible, there's been some reprisals to that. To try and put all of this together then, I mean, it seems there's a link sometimes between the actions of, of, of the Israeli Defense Force, what Netanyahu's doing in government, and his own sort of narrow agenda and what's happening in Israeli domestic politics. Yes, yeah, so, so 
I mean, the one thing about the, the current government and what happened in Jenin is that uh, there's no kind of uh, breaks compared to previously in, uh, in terms of what the government does in the West Bank, number one. Number two, that uh, the whole new settler dynamic has added to it. So some of the parties in the government are not just pro-settler, but from the settler communities themselves. And so settler communities in the West Bank have been given uh, not just a free hand to attack Palestinians, destroy Palestinian uh, farms, etc., but have been assisted by the uh, by the Israeli occupation forces there. So that adds a kind of a whole new dynamic. It's interesting, as you kind of alluded to earlier, Stephen, that that however the Palestinian angle has still not yet really come into the protest. Uh, that we're seeing over over the past seven months. Um, Yeah. All right, Naeem Jinnah. No, I think I hear you. Thank you very much indeed. A senior researcher at the Mapungubwe Institute for Strategic Reflection. I made the point in my introduction. It's very, very complicated. There are many different elements at play in this particular issue.